0: The OTB Podcast Network. Football on Off The Ball. With Paddy Power. Let's be honest.
1: If you were Declan Rice or Jack Realish, you'd choose England too. Gamble responsibly. Gamblingcare.ie You're welcome back. John Giles is with us. Evening, John.
2: Evening, Nathan.
1: Uh, We'll get on to Ireland in a couple of minutes, but it's been another sad week, uh, the passing of Peter Larmer and we've had a lot of messages in asking for you and hoping you're doing all right, because, Jesus, it's been a very tough year for you and all your former Leeds United teammates.
2: Yeah, it's been a bad year, Nathan, there's no doubt in Peter being the latest one in it. Um, Yeah, he was good, pal. Uh, Great player. Uh, And... Really, really good lads.
1: By all accounts, a heck of a player. Leeds all-time greatest goal scorer. You won seven trophies alongside him. Uh, Known as Hotshot Larmer, he had several nicknames. I think all of them to do with the fact he had the most fearsome shot going.
2: Yeah, he was unbelievable, Nathan. They had they had a contest uh, at at Peter's time, my time at Leeds uh, for 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 a hot shot. Uh, They had it in the Midlands. And Peter won it with 90 miles an hour. Wow. <laughs> he's 90 miles an hour on his right foot, and he's about two miles an hour on his left foot. <laughs>
0: the left foot <laughs> was he, just for standing but, but,
2: on. <laughs> but, yeah, but as I say, you, don't, you can only kick the ball with one foot at a time. <laughs> uh, so he, he was unbelievable in that way, uh, uh, Nathan, you know, because when he was a young lad, he came along with Eddie Gray and one or two other young lads, and he, Peter was an inside forward, apparently, originally. right? But, uh, and Eddie, Eddie was an inside forward, midfield player. Both of them were midfield players. But because Bobby Collins at one stage, and then myself and Billy, played in midfield, he, 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 he fit them in at the right wing and left wing unbelievably well. Peter scored 238 goals. from the right wing, uh, mm. Nathan, you know. Funny enough, when, when he played on, on the right wing, luckily enough, with the, 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 he's such a good kick to the ball on his right foot. He didn't have to beat the left back. You know? All he had to do was make half a yard, get the cross in, and, and you'd they, they, you make the goals from that. You know, A lot of people have to beat the full back and go, go to the end line and pull it back in that. Peter, Peter actually couldn't do that. But all he needed was half a yard, get the ball in, and, and fierce cross on the ball. So he, was brilliant. he was brilliant at that.
1: You had the, the trickery of Eddie Gray on the left-hand side, but Peter Larimer was just a far more direct player.
2: Yes. So Peter wouldn't have been as popular in many ways as Eddie because Eddie, Eddie could, you know, could waltz past people. He mm. could do it well. Uh, but he, wasn't because, well, he had to because he wasn't as good a kicker of the ball as, as Peter. Peter wouldn't have been as easy on the eye as Eddie. Because he wasn't, he wasn't actually going past people, beating them and turning them inside out. Yeah. He, did, he, he didn't need to, uh, uh, Nathan, you know. He just made half a yard, whipped it across. and Of course, in, in, in our heyday, with Alan Clark and, and Mick Jones there, because they scored lots of goals. Apart from the goals, obviously, the 238 goals he scored himself. Well,
1: 238 goals from out on the right-hand side. Uh, were they the vast majority of them long-range efforts, or did he, was he just brilliant at timing his runs into the box?
2: Well, he had a combination of both. I mean, if he got in near the box and he was getting a shot from close range, it was unstoppable. Well, Peter could score goals from 40 yards out. Right. You know, he's, one, he's the only player, well, maybe maybe Bobby Charlton that I played with, that you've seen somebody having a shot from 40 yards, you'd say, oh, no. Well, Peter, you'd say, yes, go ahead. <laughs> you know, because he scored from that distance. He was a, he was an unbelievable kicker of the ball on his, on his right foot. And a great, great approach to the game, in that night, and he had well, well, probably to life, uh, because he was like Norman Hunt was a bit of a fanatic. Well, I was a little bit fanatic, fanatical no. myself if we were beaten, and we played in a couple few few matches, like maybe even at Elland Road, important matches that we might be beating. and we'd be sitting there downhearted. You see, Peter, Peter would always be the first up to get ready Saturday afternoon. He'd be up at the mirror and he'd be whistling away. You've got to get ready. A few jars tonight. Way we go. and I'd look over at Norman and Norman over at me, and and how we didn't have a go at him or punch him, but, but that's the way he was. He was, he was, you know. That's it. We've done, we've done our best. Yeah. Another day, next week, uh, and the time we were beating it, uh, we, we won the the, the the cup in 1972 on the Saturday. we were playing Wolves on the Monday. We won the cup, and we were playing Wolves. We needed a draw to win the double. Mm. And we didn't win the double. Yeah, we got away. Got away. Anyway, coming back in the bus, I think I was sitting next to Peter. And Don Reevy had uh, organised a, a few drinks at the Queen's Hotel in the middle of Leeds. So we got the hotel, and place. It was like going a, to a, 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 a funeral on the bus. You know, it was dreadful night. And Peter said, "Are you coming in, John?" I said, "No, no, Peter. No, I don't think so." He says, "Come on," he said if somebody told us at the start of the season we'd win the cup and we'd finish up the league. Would, would you have taken that? I said, yeah, definitely. He says, come on, we're going in. And I went in with him, had a few of There was only him, I think Eddie came in with us. It's only the three of us went in for a, for a drink. And that was Peter. It's gone. We did our best. We've had a great season. And funny enough, when we when we won the cup in 72, we didn't celebrate it, uh, Nathan, because we were straight on the bus to Wolverhampton because we were playing on Monday night. Yeah,
0: yeah So we man. couldn't even
2: have a drink on the cup. So Peter said, we haven't even needed a drink. And that's the way he was. You know, he, he was a great, great player. Uh, but he had that attitude. I'm going out tonight, and that's it.
0: And
1: you need that in but the dressing was- room as well, John. For a dressing room like that, you, not everybody can be yourself and Norman Hunter, that it's life or death. You need somebody who actually can relieve the tension sometimes.
2: Well, yeah, that's where he was great at. But the main thing with Peter, he did it on the pitch, you see. mm you, you, like in, in the the matches say we were beaten at Elland road and and that day, he, Peter played well it wasn't as if he didn't play well and he might have scored two goals uh, and that was it but that's the way that's the way he was and he was he was he was great for me because when i went to to uh, Vancouver as as um a coach night later on in, around nineteen
0: eighty
2: mm. i I got peter as pla player, player coach because Peter had played in Toronto the year before, so he knew the league and that. And he was brilliant. He was brilliant. Obviously, you're not, you're not going to win every match, you know. Mm. And there'll be matches now we would lost. And I'd say, oh, Peter, that was terrible. And i said, come on, let's get going. We'll go out. That's another match gone. We'll start again tomorrow. And, and he, was, he was brilliant for me in that way.
0: Because
2: yeah. as a manager, you get down and you say, oh, God, what a terrible that match. We played awful. Yeah, come on, we did. But we'll, we'll get going. We'll get going again tomorrow. He was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. As part of being a great player.
0: Yeah. yeah, he was a
2: great lad. He was a great lad, Nathan. You know, he loved he, he loved he loved to bet. Right. He loved a bet, and, and and what he used to do, he'd uh, we'd have to be up in the dressing room say at two o'clock because he'd be down in the lounge, and there'd be the the, the the telly in the lounge with the racing on. You know. Yeah. So we'd go up at two o'clock because so you had to be seen, and, and then he'd disappear, <laughs> and he'd go back down to the to, <laughs> back down to the lounge to have a look at the races. And he was—he was the quickest ever getting ready. Peter was he'd like you know, he, he, I well, I'd be, most players, be a surprised player, be bit fussy putting the boots on and that. He used to just slip his boots on, ready to go, ready to go out. Uh, uh, that was him, you know. He, he'd say, he, we, "We knew what he was doing." Yeah. I think Don knew what he was doing as well, you but, know. But it—it it, it didn't affect him. He was ready when he was ready to go. He was ready to go, and that was it.
1: And Don didn't care as long as you were delivering on the pitch. Well, that was the main thing.
2: Yeah. You know, he knew, he knew Peter liked the like the horses, you know, he, he, I and mean, he didn't like the horses, he loved the horses, and and, and, and that would be it, you know, but he, but, he was, but he would go out and do his stuff, Yeah, and that that would be it, but, but a great attitude, and a, a good pal as well, very modest lads, but always ready for a good sense of humour, Yeah, yeah. I and mean, there was times we knew he'd, he'd lost a good few quid on the horses, you know, and he'd come in, how are you going Peter? Great, yeah, ready, ready to go, we'll have a game of golf tomorrow, and <laughs> Never, never bothered him. I mean, if if I'd have been losing like he was, I'd, I'd, I'd be telling everybody about it, Nathan. You know, saying yeah, Jesus, yeah. what a time I had yesterday. Never, never. Just got on with it.
0: Yeah, great, great, great attitude zero. to it. You know,
2: I'd say you had a, a you, you had a
1: good time in Vancouver, did you?
2: Ah, yeah, it was great in Vancouver. Beautiful place, Nathan. Yeah, and the the the, the you know the um, like the, the it, was, it was in the summertime. Obviously, we were playing, so we were going all over. It. We were in the North American Soccer League, so we were going to Chicago and New York and. All the places that uh, we, we would never have seen, really, you know. And the standard was really good. But Peter Peter was brilliant. He was the best player, in my opinion. I think he was maybe 35 at the time. But in my opinion, he was our best player for the season. Yeah. He was brilliant.
1: He, he played in Ireland as well, didn't he? he? He played a few games for UCD.
2: He did. That was that was at a time... Uh, I was I was at Rowers at the time, right. and uh, Peter was, was playing away. And uh, for Tony O'Neill, I I knew Tony O'Neill, Dr. Tony O'Neill, very, very well. And uh, uh, actually, it might have been before I went to, and he was playing in Toronto, but he needed to keep fit. Well, uh, you know, uh, match fit. Yeah. And uh, I said to Tony O'Neill, Peter to come over, and he he was brilliant for them. He was brilliant for anybody, you know. He was just a a terrific player, Nathan. Terrific Uh, player.
1: That right boot, then, that, you know scored 238 times in 705 games for Leeds the strength of that shot was that sheer power muscle strength or was it the technique with which he hit the ball
2: no it's technique technique now i've seen uh, for example paul medley was a big lad mm. to, uh, and a great player but, but paul wasn't a good kicker of the ball at all okay oh. know, peter peter wasn't a big lad but he was he was about 5 foot 5 foot 8 5 foot 9 now it was his technique he stay, and, he, and, and he had small feet for his size, which right. I think can be a help, uh, but once he got it on his right foot it was it was effortless to him, you know what I mean Nathan? he wasn't You wouldn't say oh he's going to going to give a whopper here he'd just be, he'd just strike it, and he was such a good striker, and just the technique was brilliant, absolutely brilliant
1: and was he hitting it through the laces all the time, or was it always just get as much power as he could
2: uh if he was hitting it a long way, it'd be through the laces. Hmm. Uh, like he, but he could clip it You know obviously He was on the right wing And he needed to clip it He could do that Anything on his right foot He could do
1: He, Definitely. Well he should have scored What may well have ended up Being uh, Leeds Most famous goal of all time If it had been allowed In the 1975 European Cup final Against Bayern Munich uh, yeah. It was It was disallowed uh, I think They said Billy Bremner was offside It was one of these Absolutely ridiculous decisions You flick the ball forward Down the right hand side It's headed across Headed clearance by the Byron defender And Lorimer smashes a half volley in from The edge of the area Billy Bremner sort of ducking out of the way Nowhere near the keeper
2: Uh, Was he bitter about that in any way? Oh, that was a bit odd Hmm. I'm being diplomatic now Because uh, they show that time after time after time And nobody could find out exactly why it was disallowed Right It's a bit dodgy uh, Did the the referee
1: ever explain it?
2: No yeah, nobody could explain. We actually we had it in 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 the European Cup final. That was the European Cup final. Mm. There was an incident in the first half uh, where Alan Clark went past uh, Beckenbauer, and the only way Beckenbauer could get the ball was to go through Alan Clark, which he did, and a corner kick. Right. It was a bit odd, to say the least. Let's put it that way. Yeah, uh, I
1: think there were uh, peter's calls sort of,
2: because time after time after time, people looked at it, looked back at it, and you know when you're trying to find out what could have happened, mm. you know what I mean? <laughs> well, usually you can look after one, one or two times and you say, oh yeah, he was a bit. Don't forget, there was that was there was no VAR in those days. No. Right. So it, you could say, well, how, Who? How? What happened? Was the offside? Was Billy offside? But, but we could never find anything. Never find anything. By the way, that was my last match for Leeds. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: jeez, what a way to go out. Could have been also different. Could have been also different.
2: Yeah, but uh, but, but Peter Peter was, uh, he, he was he was a great character uh, and he has, he, 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 Like he, he hasn't been well for a while. He got um, I think cancer of the brain a few years ago, mm. and we thought he was gone. And he got uh, extra strong chemo and came out of it, you know. Uh, but he, but he was never the same. He was never the same again.
0: Yeah, uh, very. But
2: he sad. was a great lad. He was a great. He was a great lad, and he was a great player.
1: He certainly was, from making his debut at 15 to going on to become Leeds' all-time top scorer. Uh, yeah. A great tribute there, John, to Peter Larmer. Let's look at the Republic of Ireland then, John. Opening World Cup qualifier, beaten 3-2 by Serbia in Belgrade last night lots of debate again about style of football and whether there's been a shift in tactics and an improvement in maybe uh, attractiveness from Ireland but the result remains the same unfortunately what did you make of it all?
2: Well I thought we played well in the first 25 half hour uh, Nathan hmm. uh, there was definitely more freedom there was more creativity than we've seen but the, 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 I mean, the main uh, part of the, the, the team in, in in Mick McCarthy's time and the first couple of few matches uh, for Stephen uh, was the back five. You know we gave very few goals away with, with uh, you know Randolph and uh, uh, Duffy and Egan. Duffy Duffy Egan Stephens. You know we gave very few, very few goals away. Well, we didn't have that last night. Now, as we know, uh, you know uh, Coleman played in, in in the middle of a, middle of a three, uh, but we we know. We know Randolph, uh, we know Egan, uh, we know Duffy in the team. So it was a different team altogether, Nathan, mm. you know? And uh, I, I, must, I must say, now, I think Randolph was missed probably more than anybody because Young Travers didn't didn't play well. You know, I mean, the, the ball he was chipped for was very, very bad. So, we, like, we conceded two, uh, three goals last night, but well, we hadn't done that for a long, long time. So there was a change in it because there was three at the back, and I think we, you know, uh, I think Stephen was trying to accommodate uh, Coleman and Doherty. Uh, yeah. No, that's that's like that's a big change to what we had mm. in in the previous matches, where we were really really good at the back. We were probably more attractive and easier on the eye going forward, but not effective, uh, Nathan. And effectiveness is everything, you know.
1: How do you get that effectiveness when? you're looking at the players that he currently has available to him. What has he got to do to get that next level from just playing nice football to actually getting an end result?
2: Well, I can only give you my opinion on it. Now, oh, yeah. I think Stephen has done a pretty good job. He's had a hard time coming into it. Uh, I think he had a good back five and through no fault of his own, I mean, Duffy's not playing as well as he can, I, I believe. Uh, you know, you had, but you had Randolph and, and Egan and Stevens. Well, if you look at last night, there's no Randolph, uh, there's no Duffy Mm-hmm. No, there's no Egan. There's no Stephen, So that's a, that's a big change uh, from him, from getting the back straight. Now, when they get fit again, maybe he'll go back to that. But after that, then you're into a different story altogether. You're talking about midfield and, and uh, going forward. And uh, I think Stephen has done a good job overall. But you're asking me my opinion, <laughs> and I'll give you my opinion on it, what I would do uh, uh, if, I were, if I were the manager. I wouldn't have a back three. Right to start with, I think you have to 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 make a choice here uh, between Coleman and Doherty. You don't think they can play together? Well, unless they play at left back, right. One at left back, and and, and then are they going to be? Because we have got Stevens there as a very very good player. Mm. So are either of those going to be better than Stevens on the left back? So I, I don't think so. So you've got to get the balance right. I mean, I'd have a I'd have a back back five of of Randolph, Coleman at right back, uh, Duffy if he if he gets back, he's he, he's game. Uh, if not, I'd have Clark, Egan, and Stevens. That'd be my back five. Now the, the the big problem then, and that's been that's been very very good to us. Going yeah. forward is a different story altogether.
1: Well, what did you make of like, the midfield last night?
2: Um, okay. Uh, Especially early on in the game, I thought we were okay yeah uh but then 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 we didn't we went out of it then and never got it back in my opinion mm. so I think what we have within the back back uh, sorry the midfield, I don't think we have any creative players, really creative players in that position, and I'd go back to uh not Forest when they were at their best, actually. yeah. Right, they had a midfield of uh, Martin O'Neill, John McGovern, Ian Boyer, and John Robertson. Yeah. Right? Now, John McGovern and Ian Boyer to my mind, were, were ordinary players. They couldn't really create anything. But because they had Martin O'Neill wide on the right and John Robertson, who was one of the greats on the left, it made their game simple for them. Get the ball on Martin's side, give it to... Sorry, on McGovern's side, give it to Martin O'Neill. Ian Boyer on his side, give it to Robertson. Mm. Obviously, who are good players at making themselves available for it, and then you'd have the fullbacks attacking from there, right? Because neither of them were creative. So that that I don't think we've got a creative player. So I would, I, if I were doing it, I would try and copy that situation, right? If I had, I, if I had the, the back five that we were talking about, yeah. and I would have. Uh, but do uh, Ar-
1: do Ireland have? because you've spoken before about John Robertson and what a genius he was and how he could influence a game yes. from out on the left-hand side, and Martin O'Neill was obviously a very good player as well on the right for Forrest.
2: Yes, yes.
0: Do
1: Ireland have anybody like that who could play in those positions who could not, actually not, create chances?
2: No, not as good as them, Nathan. Mm. But, but very few people have anybody as good as them. We, we only have to make the best of what we what we have. And that's that, that's what I would do. If I had uh, uh, Cullen, say Cullen... Uh, Malumbi, is it? Malumby, yeah, yeah,
1: Malumbi, Jason Malumbi, yeah. Brady,
2: and it middle. had Brady, either one, two of those three in okay. the middle of the field, with Adelda and Hogan on one side and McLean on the other side, staying wide. Right. Right, so you give it up, and then you're bringing the full-backs into it and you're bringing other players into it. Because if you don't have a creative player, which we don't, it's no good looking for it, you know? No good looking for one. We're not going to do it that way. Now, whether whether, whether that would work or not, I don't know. But that's the principle I would go at and give it a try.
1: So what you're saying is that Ireland at the moment are maybe trying to create too much going through the midfield players when they just don't have that in their locker?
2: Yes. Yes. Basically, that's what it would boil down to. And up up front, up front for what it's worth, I would have Connolly and Long. Right. I'd have the two up front. That, not even Forest
1: team uh, So yeah. if, if it's a Straight up Sort of 4-4-2 formation We're talking about Yes, yes. W- Was that good to watch? Was that Brian Clough? Obviously listen, They were incredibly successful They won two <laughs> European Cups So they couldn't have been Doing too much wrong But
2: uh, the Wonder, Yeah They won the Wonder league And two European yeah, Cups exactly. in, in, in two seasons then. So Did they play as far as co- <laughs> They played well I mean You see I, I don't believe in stylish football Yeah It has to be effective Nathan Do You know what I mean? Like if you go back on Big Jack, Jack didn't play stylish football. Actually, it was very basic, mm. but he was winning matches. Yeah, you never heard the North Forest uh, uh, supporters ever. I never ever heard them complaining about the football not being attractive enough at North Forest. Actually, it was quite attractive. Uh, but I mean, if you're winning matches now, winning matches is everything. You know, you have to. You can have style in that, but if you're not winning matches, it's no good to you. Yeah, you know, you have to be. You have to be winning. I mean uh, you know I, I saw when, when Jack was winning matches I mean I, I thought some of the football was off it wasn't good to watch but nobody cares <laughs> nobody <laughs> cares for sure. you, you, your own supporters that's all you that's all you have to, to entertain or, 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 or to, to that's that's you, That's what you're playing for you're not playing for the opposition do you yeah. know what I mean I give like you I, I go back to my time say at Leeds we weren't liked it all at Leeds Yeah. outside of Leeds but you won Inside the Leeds were loved. Yeah, you know what I mean. Manchester United don't be liked outside of Manchester. Yeah, you know you have to be win. You have to be winning matches. That, that, that's the that's the how you do it. Like big Jack, Jack did it. Doesn't matter how he did it. He, he kept it the home the home happy. Yeah, uh, and I'd say we were winning matches. I think that the, the, it doesn't have to be flamboyant. Of course, it, it's great if you have players to do that. But if you haven't, the main thing is winning matches, Nathan.
1: Well they gotta start if we winning winning
2: matches the the, the, the supporters will be okay.
1: Yeah, they've gotta start winning on uh Saturday night against Luxembourg, that's for sure. John, unfortunately we're out of time, but listen we'll have more time next Thursday night. Uh, Ireland are playing Luxembourg on Saturday. they have got another game on Tuesday and we'll reflect on yep. the whole package and uh get yep. your thoughts on that next Thursday. We'll talk yep. to you then. Well, Thanks a lot, well, John.
2: Ho- hopefully we'll win a couple of matches anyway, Nathan. Hopefully, John. We'll talk to you next yep. Thursday. Mind yourself. Okay. Tuesday night. Bye, bye. Football
1: on
0: Off the Ball
1: with Paddy Power. Let's be honest. If you were Declan Rice or Jack Grealish, you'd choose England too. Gamble responsibly. Gamblingcare.ie.
2: That was an OTB Podcast Network presentation.